in June of 2018, Alexander Ovechkin and the Washington Capitals lifted Lord Stanley's Cup for the first time in franchise history. And now, after a long summer of watching draft boards, seeing the off-season moves, and dealing with the blistering heat, a cool breeze is finally coming in. And it's time to hit the ice as the Blue Jackets, the Red Wings, the Penguins, and the Stanley Cup champion Washington Capitals battle out in the NHL. And who will win Lord Stanley's Cup this year? You'll find all this out and more tonight. On the NHL Preview Show. Right here on the Anchor Network. Whether it be iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Podcast Now. However you're listening to me, wherever you're listening to me, thank you for tuning into the program today. And good evening, everybody, and welcome in to this special edition of All Andy Offered, the 2018-2019 NHL Preview Edition. Yes, we have finally made it through the long summer months. It is time to drop the puck and hit the ice for the first time this season. Of course, underway now is the preseason, and we're seeing a lot of interesting developments coming out of the preseason. We'll talk about that here in the sh- here in this special today. Also, we'll talk about some teams in the local market. Of course, talk about the Blue Jackets, the Red Wings, of course, the Chicago Blackhawks, and a few other teams of noteworthy as well, too. And you will hear my prediction for this year in the NHL and the Stanley Cup Final this year. So sit back, relax, hope you are uh, get the pens and pencils ready. And I want to hear your opinion. You can follow follow me on Twitter. It is at AllAndyElford. It is at AllAndyElford. So let's get started right ahead. And uh, let's hit the rewind button. And let's go back to the season that it was. The 2017-2018 season. It was a year that saw a lot of ups and downs. The introduction of a new team into the NHL, the 31st team in all of the NHL in the Vegas Golden Knights. And Vegas came out strong in the first game of the season, beating their opponent and riding off wins after win after win and having a hot streak. Some people believe that, you know, this team wasn't for real. You know, this team wasn't going to do much this year, this past season. And... The lower tier, third line, fourth line guys weren't going to produce anything. But Vegas shocked the world this past season, making it all the way to the Western Conference Final and eventually getting into the Stanley Cup Final for the first time in franchise history. The first expansion franchise to make it to the Stanley Cup Final in its first year in the NHL. Absolutely amazing to see. But of course, Washington was the winner of the Cup. Alexander Ovechkin getting the Smythe Trophy and winning the 
Stanley Cup for the first time in his career. And he's much deserving. And that team deserves a lot of credit too. Braden Hopi, it net. A lot of people writ him off in the beginning of the beginning of the playoff series against Columbus. But he st- stood his ground and dominated the playoff spectrum. Getting over the hump and beating Pittsburgh was one of the key pieces in the Washington Capital Arsenal this past season. And then the fact that Tampa Bay was great last year was amazing too. But the surprising factor was how bad some teams were that we had high hopes for. The Edmonton Oilers was one of them, as well as the Ottawa Senators. A team that last year, two years ago, made it to the Eastern Conference Final, could not get past the first, couldn't even get back into the playoff picture, which is absolutely shocking to me. And the shocking thing as well, too, is that the Detroit Red Wings, for the second year in a row, did not make the Stanley Cup playoffs. However, a certain team out of the Ohio region, the Columbus Blue Jackets, made it for their first time ever, the second time in appearance in the Stanley Cup final, for the first time in franchise history, back-to-back playoff appearances. What will 2018 install? Let's take a look at some of the off-season news and notes. Some of the off-season moves this past year, one of the big key pieces was Jonathan Tavares signing a seven-year, $77 million deal with the Toronto Maple Leafs, which is going to boost the Leafs' performance this upcoming season. He'll be a very key piece to them. And how about Eric Carlson recently leaving the Ottawa Senators being traded to the San Jose Sharks? Carlson looks weird in a San Jose uniform. It'll be interesting when he goes into Ottawa soon enough to see how the fans react to him. And we also hear some we also heard some sad news over the season as the captain of the Detroit Red Wings, Henrik Zetterberg, has retired due to back injury. So the Red Wings elder player is no more, unfortunately, in the Wings organization. And the Blue Jackets recently going out and signing Anthony Duclair as well as Riley Nash to help out their offense. Could they propel themselves into this upcoming season? Other key pieces to talk about a little bit more in depth as we go on into the NHL. Of course, how good Carolina is going to be this year. They're one of the surprising teams for me this upcoming season. And we'll talk about that and so much more. So let's Dive into some NHL previews for some certain teams. And we'll start with the Carolina Hurricanes out of the Metropolitan Division. With new ownership in Carolina, it's going to be very interesting here. And they have actually a good chance of two potential Calder Cup candidates for this this year. Of course, with the signing of, of Calvin DeHaan and Dougie Hamilton on the defensive front, they'll add... They'll add defensive coordinates to themselves. And all of course signing Peter Morasic to to a deal this year coming in from the Philadelphia Flyers could help their help their stall as well too. Help their stock as well too. But of course one of the big key pieces they got over the over the over the season was Jordan Martuk. This kid's a dominant player. Montuk 
this past season was an absolutely great player for the Carolina Hurricanes as he was just absolutely fantastic. It's good to see him coming into into the league and into a division that's going to help him out with the Metropolitan Division. Even though Carolina is going to be towards the lower tier of those towards the lower tier of this division, Carolina's going to be a good team this year. And they're going to surprise a lot of a lot of players, a lot of teams. Now let's dive in a little bit more. And let's talk about a certain team out of the New York area. Of course, the New York Rangers. The Rangers this year, I don't see them having a great year this year. There are a lot of key pieces that I think are out. Of course, Rick Nash not going to be not going to be in the lineup of course anymore. You also have Mika Zadajad and Matt Zuccarello that are going to be key pieces, but other than that, who do they got? Sure, the the king himself, Henrik Lundqvist, will help you out behind the pipes, but they need offensive key pieces this upcoming year. And I don't think that they're really going to be that big of a team and that big of a push this year. So, if you're a Rangers fan, get ready for a long season. Not as long as what the Islanders are going to be. With the loss of Jonathan Tavares, their franchise player, they went out and got some pieces like Valtteri Filppula and Matt Martin to help out their offensive front, but that's not really going to help them as much as they'll be floating between both the Barclays Center and the Nassau Coliseum in New York. So the Islanders, not going to have a great year this year. The Devils, on the other hand, they're going to be a surprising team. From a team that didn't make the playoffs last year to a team that that didn't make the playoffs the year before to a team that made the playoffs, made some noise, and, you know, fell short. Eddie Lack will help them out with Cordy Schneider between the pipes very well. But Taylor Hall is what's going to be helping them out with Travis Sajak and also Blake Spears on the fourth, on the third line. Will help the, help the Devils be a contending team. We see them being pretty good this year, but I don't see them being top tier. Now let's take a look a little bit more. One more team, of course, and let's talk about the defending champions themselves. Let's talk about the Washington Capitals. The Capitals this year are going to be interesting to see how the hangover will hangover will happen. Not keeping most of their in, lineup intact, losing only Jay Beagle and Brooks Orpik and 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 Philip Grubauer. They did pick up Nick Dow in. This, this past offseason. But I think the Capitals are going to be there. And the Capitals are going to be one of those teams to watch out for in the NHL. So that was the Metropolitan Division. Of course, we'll dive more and more into some of the local teams. Featuring like the Blue Jackets, of course. But we'll, let's dive in a little bit more into the Western Conference. And let's start with the LA Kings. The LA Kings are a team that this year is going to be a rebuilding year. LA is... One of those teams that, if you think about it, ever since they've won the Cup, they've been rebuilding. And it's true, they have made the playoffs. But every single year, they get knocked out in the first round by either San Jose or the Anaheim Ducks. Now, the question is, can they get over the hump? 
and get over and, you know, make a run into the, into the division. I don't see it happening. L.A., of course, this past offseason, picking up Ilya Kovalchuk, the former Russian standout from the... From the from the former Atlanta Thrashers, of course, and picking up Peter Budai as well. But you have on the front line, you'll have Kovalchuk, Kopitar, and Brown. On the second line, you have Carter, Toffoli, and Pearson. Then after that, it's a it's a toss up. Kyle Clifford at the fourth line, Nate Thompson on the other line, Brzonic on the fourth line as well too. Then, of course, but you have Jonathan Quick between the pipes. I think LA's going to be a good team this year. I see them slightly out of the playoffs hunt, and you'll hear my opinion where they're going to end up this upcoming year. Let's stay in the LA, let's stay in the California spectrum, and let's talk about the San Jose Sharks. The Sharks this year are going to be interesting. With the signing of Eric Carlson this past offseason, that'll pick up their that'll pick up the move with Evander Kane and Logan Couture and Joe Pavelski. Helping their key core line going up. Helping them out. And balancing out their offensive scoring. Kyle Wood, they added on defense. But Martin Jones is going to be having have to have a breakout season this upcoming year. For the for the San Jose Sharks. If, this ha- if they have a breakout year with Martin Jones, watch out. They could be another run like they had a couple years ago. When they were into the cup final. Against Pittsburgh. So watch out for San Jose. This upcoming year. And let's talk about a certain team that. Lives in Sin City. That had the surprising. Run last year in the cup final. And that's the Vegas Golden Knights. Vegas this year. Is the it's the now the. After the honeymoon stage. Can they provide. The key balance and key pieces. And keep some of the key core pe- people. In the lineup. Of course, signing Paul Stancy for that long-term deal really helped them out, as well as picking up Nick Holding on the defensive front. But you still have William Carlson, Riley Smith, and Jonathan Marshall on on the front line. Thomas Tatar being traded away was a a sad piece to see. But Paul Stancy at line two. And then you see Thomas Nosek moving up from, from line three to line two. Be interesting to see what happens. Mark Andre Fleury, of course, helping out. And the key thing for them is to have healthy goaltending. If they can get healthy goaltending throughout the season, Vegas is going to be there. They're going to be there this upcoming year. My surprising team this year out of the Pacific Division is the Calgary Flames. Calgary is going to be one of those teams that last year people were were saying, why, why are they bad this year? Why are why can why do they have to be this bad this year? Well, the key pieces that they got, of course, was James Neal from Vegas, as well as and having him on the line with Shane Monahan and Johnny Gaudreau will help those young guys out. Eric Lindstrom as well, at least Lindstrom, Lindholm helping him out in the on the right wing will be very good with Matthew Kachuk and Michael Backlund, and then of course Marcus. Holstrom on the defensive front will help him out with Mike Stone and Noah Hannafin signing with the Calgary Flames. I see Calgary being one of those teams that get a wild card spot and helping their case out this upcoming year. And we'll dive more into the predictions here in just a second. So we dived into the Pacific, 
We talked a little bit briefly about the Metropolitan Division. Now let's dive into the Central. And let's talk about the St. Louis Blues. St. Louis this year signing, of course, Ryan O'Reilly, Tyler Bozak, and as well as Jordan Nolan and Patrick Maroon. And helping their goaltending situation out behind Jake Allen will be Chad Johnson. Chad's a really good player. Chad's a very good player. Last year, in the game, in the game, with Saskatoon, with the Buffalo Sabers, he was a solid. He started thirty six games. He was 10, 16, and three with a save percentage of a three point five five. That's gonna help the help Allen out in the back end when he they had to play back to back games. So I think St. Louis is gonna be very interesting. See what happens with them. And now let's talk about the Nashville Predators. The Preds are going to be interesting. I don't see them. I see them getting a wild card spot this year. But I'm also half tempted not to even pick them into the playoff picture because of one thing. P.K. Subban is on the cover of the NHL NHL 19 cover. So it is possibly a jinx. True, the man cover tells a lot about things, but so does the NHL 19 cover. Sure, they did sign; they didn't sign really anybody good on the on the offensive front. Defensively, they signed Philip Philippe Poroch from the Czech League, and they picked up another goaltender on the back end. But other than that, they weren't really that great. They finished last year in first. They finished overall first and overall. Number one, but I don't think that they're going to have a great year this year, in my opinion. I think this might be a down year for them. I have them at least having a wild card spot, possibly not making the playoffs this upcoming year. And now let's dive into the Colorado Avalanche. Yes, the Colorado Avalanche. Lucas Sigerson's Colorado Avalanche. Old man Ziggy. And well, this year. Two signings, former Blue Jacket signings, Ian Cole and Matt Calvert, will help this team out. And I think Colorado's going to be one of those teams to watch out for in the in the playoff hunt. They could be getting a wild card spot or even the third spot in the division. Overtaking the Dallas Stars, possibly. That's a little preview right there. Because we'll talk about Dallas here in just a second. Colorado signing Ian Cole and Matt Calvert. Of course, helping out their goal front, goaltending front is Philip Grubauer at Pablo Francois for the Avalanche. Last year they finished with a record of 43-30-9 with 95 points, making the playoffs last year and exiting out in the first round. So I think this year might be a good year for them. Of course, they got Nathan McKinnon um, and uh, Carl Soderberg. Can't count out those guys as well as, as uh, Matt Nito and Gabriel Bork as well, too. So, that's the Avalanche. Let's talk about the Winnipeg Jets. Winnipeg is going to be one of those teams, folks, that you might want to just, when they come into town, you might want to set your DVRs and watch this team. A fantastic team overall. All their key pieces back. Shifley, Connor, Wheeler as his front line. Ehlers, Little, and Patrick Line as well. And then after that, Marco Dano, Mason Appleton, Brandon Lemieux, Nick Pelton, Andrew Cope, and Brandon Tarvon. All offensive fronts, all key scorers for the Winnipeg Jets that could help this team out. Of course, you've got Dustin Bufflin, 
You have, you also have Jacob Truba, Joshua Norsey, Tyler Myers on the defensive front, and you can't count out Connor, Connor Hollebuck at the same time too. Winnipeg's one of those teams that's going to be the one to watch, folks. Whenever they're in town, if you can get a ticket, watch them. They're a fantastic team to watch. All cylinders are running with the Winnipeg Jets. And now let's talk about the Atlantic Division. And we'll lead off with the one and only team that I think could give Winnipeg a run as one of the teams to watch out for this year. And that is the Toronto Maple Leafs. The Leafs this year signing Jonathan Tavares to that long to a deal. Seven years, $77 million. 70, $77 million. And this kid grew up watching the Toronto Maple Leafs. Of course, you can't count out Austin Matthews. You also can't count out Mitch Marner, as well as Nassim Kadri as well, too. But with Tavares now in the lineup, Tavares goes to the number one line with Patrick Marlowe and Mitch Marner. The two-line goes, from my opinion, to Austin Matthews, Nylander, and Simon. Great players right there. Great, great players. Coach also picking up Para Lindholm, Josh Georges, as well as Tyre Ennis. And you can't count out the defensive pair, defense, defensemen of Morgan Riley, Jake Gardner, Ron Hainsey, Travis DeMont, and Freddie Anderson between the pipes. Toronto's going to be one of those teams, folks. Toronto is definitely going to be one of those teams. A team that's not going to be there is the Montreal Canadiens. Montreal this year is going to have a down year. And sorry to say that to have fans. I've you know, I've been a big supporter of you guys for a long time. But Montreal this year, it's going to be a down year. You know, the signing of Max Domi will help their franchise out. And as well as Matthew Pekka as well on the on the at the right wing, but Carey Price has got to be the best that he could be, and so is Antti Niemi and the backup on the backup role Carey Price. We'll see what happens. Last year, only finishing with seventy one points and only twenty nine wins. Last year, will will Montreal be there? I doubt it. I doubt it this year. So now, after let's briefly talking about some of the teams. In the Atlantic Division, Metropolitan Central, and previewing the West in the West Division, the Pacific Division, let's talk about the local teams, and let's talk starting with the Chicago Blackhawks. For the Blackhawks this year, it's going to be interesting. Um, a vis- grizzly, vis- visibly veteran team with Patrick Kane, Jonathan Taves, and Brandon Saad on the first line. Of course, you have Chris Kunitz coming in from from the Pittsburgh Penguins, and Artem Anisimov and John Hayden on the third line. Marcus Kruger, Jordan Schneider, and Alexander Fulton on the fourth line. Brandon Matting adds himself to the defensive court, and Cam Ward, the former player from the from the Carolina Hurricanes, adds himself to it. It'll be interesting to see what happens this year with the, with the Chicago Blackhawks. The Hawks this year, their odds aren't really that great. But, you know, maybe there's an outside chance that the Hawks can get back into the swing of things. Maybe. Just maybe. To watch out for, look out for Dylan Sakura to make a depression. He had 
a dazzling performance the last two seasons with Northeastern. Sakuro helped the Huskies win the first Beanpot tournament in over 30 years, and he was also a finalist in the Holby Baker. So Dylan Sakura is going to help himself out, and he's on the second line with Schmoltz and DeBronk. So the odds aren't good this year, but we'll see what happens. And Corey Crawford's injury puts Cam Ward and Anton Forsberg being the number one setup guys for this upcoming season. So we talk about them. Let's now talk about another team, and let's talk about the Pittsburgh Penguins. The Penguins this season are going to be interesting. They are one of those teams that you can never count out for, and one and only the one and only Sidney Crosby is right there. Of course, you know if you've listened to some of my programs. You know that I'm not a big Sidney Crosby, you know, 100% supporter. Of course, Matt Murray having a great season last year. Could he have some holes? We could see. But the young line of the GCK, Crosby, Kessel, and Ginzel look like they're going to be line one. Line two is going to be Carl Hagelin, Evgeny Mulkin, and Patrick Hornquist. Derek Broussard, Dominic Simon. And Brandon Rust at the third line. Sprung, Riley Sheehan, as well as Zach Onsen-Reese at the fourth line. And then if you have a fifth line, you'll be Matt Cullen, Jimmy Hayes, and Teddy Berger. And that right there is Cullen and Hugh Hayes are new signings for the Pittsburgh Penguins. You also have Jack Johnson, the former Blue Jacket, on the defensive front helping out the Penguins this year. He could be playing on the same line with the with the top tier guys on the power play. Pittsburgh's going to be there. They always are there every year. And you can't really count them out. But we shall see. One team that unfortunately you can't count out this year is going to be, unfortunately, the Detroit Red Wings. What is there to say about the Red Wings this year? That, that it's just going to be. I, I'm, I'm sorry to say this to Red Wing fans. You know, and I. You know, I'm not a big Red Wing hater. I've never been a big Red Wing hater. I used to support the Red Wings back in the day. And they're the top one of the top teams in the franchise in the NHL. But picking up, getting Thomas Vanek back and Philip Zeta helps them out. But Vanek goes to line one with Dylan Larkin and Anthony Mather. Tyler Bertuzzi, you have, you'll have Franz Nielsen moving up now into the second line with with Gusoff Nyquist, with Henrik Zetterberg now leaving the team with the apparent back injury, and he'll be out. He's out now for the rest. Of, he's it's a career-ending injury, so he's done. Of course, Jimmy Howard, Jonathan Bernier, and Harry Sarin on the goaltending fronts on the defensive fronts. They kept the same defenseman with Danny DeKaiser, Mike Green, Trevor Daly, Jordan Erickson, Nicholas Cromwell, Nick Jensen. Cromwell's one of the older guys on the team now, so. I could see him becoming the captain, either him or Larkin, becoming the captain of the Red Wings team. Do I see the Red Wings making the playoffs? I don't think so. This is a rebuilding year for Detroit again, and this will be the third year that I don't think they'll make the playoffs this year. And it'll be the first time in, a, in, France, in one of the longest histories the team has not made the playoffs in three straight seasons. Last time that they missed two playoff appearances, 81 and 82, and 82 and 83. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. We play the game on the ice. 
That's what happens. And now let's talk about a team out of the Ohio area. And out of the state capital of Ohio. And that is the Columbus Blue Jackets. The Jackets this year are going to be very interesting. Um, two notes, two news and notes to pass along. Of course, one of the key things right now is the the signing of Bob and Artemi Panarin. And if you've listened to my podcast in the past, I've been always saying that Panarin and Bob are good friends, and this is a sign. This is a year that both TIs need to sign. And in my opinion, the only guy that should really the Jackets focus on is Sergei Bobrovsky. He's been a franchise player. He's a key piece of the organization. And I think that they, if he is at his level and the pieces that they got, which is Anthony Duclair and Riley Nash, as well as Adam Glendening and Jean-Francois Bruyere on the goaltending front, the Jackets have a great chance. They are headed in the right direction. And I think Seth Jones is going to win the Norris Trophy this year. Zach Wierenski is going to be great this year. I think Doobie's going to have a breakout year. Nick Foligno's going to get a lot better. Um, I think PC du- PL Dubois is going to be fantastic. Atkinson, we'll see what happens. He had a after the signing, after him Reese upping his contract, he really cooled off. And but before he had the contract, he was putting the puck in the back of the net. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Columbus. Do I have them making a far cup run? Do I have your team making a far cup run? Because it is now official time to make my predictions for this upcoming NHL season right here on the special NHL preview edition of All Indie Offer right here on the Anchor Network. Whether it be iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Podcast Now, wherever you're listening to me and however you're listening to me, thank you for tuning into the program this evening. And now let's dive in to the NHL predictions from yours truly. Before I make into my predictions this upcoming year, I'd like to make mention of this as well, too. Um, some of the stories and some of the information that I get through the season, we can we'll, you'll hear on my podcast, which is all Andy Alfred. And the, subscribe to the channel by hitting the subscribe button. And we do shows every Tuesday and Friday, so updated NHL information and to pass along every Tuesday and Friday, only on the All Andy Alfred Network on Anchor Network. As you're listening to the NHL Preview Edition tonight, of course. So, before we begin and hear my predictions for this upcoming season, here is the odds. If you're ready for the odds for this upcoming year, get ready. Here we go. The odds for your team to make the Stanley Cup Final. According to the Hockey News, which I love so very much, here are the odds. The worst odds to put money on are the Ottawa Senators at 100 to one. The Detroit Red Wings are 90 to one. Vancouver 29 to one. The Rangers 28 are 28 at 80 to one. The Islanders 80 to one. The Coyotes 80 to one. The Blackhawks are 78 to one. Montreal 75 to one. Buffalo 75 to one. Minnesota 47 to 1. The Oilers are 45 to 1. Devils 40 to 1. Carolina is 37 to 1. The Kings are 36 and 36 to 1. Colorado 35 to 1. Anaheim 35 to 1. Florida 33 to 1. 14th sees the Dallas Stars at 30 to 1. 
Philadelphia 28 to 1. The Columbus Blue Jackets are 25 to 1 odds, with Vegas Golden Knights being 20 to 1 odds. San Jose 20 to 1 odds. The St. Louis Blues 19 to 1 odds. Calgary 18 to 1. The Washington Capitals defending champions are 14 to 1. Pittsburgh 12 to 1. The Leafs are 10 to 1. Boston 10 to 1. Nashville is 8 to 1. Tampa Bay 7 to 1. And the Winnipeg Jets are 6 to 1 favorites. In the Stan to win the Stanley Cup this upcoming year, so it is now time for the NHL predictions from yours truly. Now, please use these responsibly, and if you have a different opinion about it, feel free to tweet me. It is at all Andy Alford, and these will go into the envelope. We'll release them at the end of the at the end of the season in April. So, here we go. The 2018 2019 season will go down as this one of the best seasons this far will be this far and everybody's looking forward to it this year so let's start with the western conference and the pacific division in first place i have the san jose sharks the pickup of eric carlson is going to help them out with joe thornton and logan couture this team is going to be dominant in the western conference i have them finishing in first place in the pacific in second i have the vegas golden knights mark andre fleury and his team with with william carlson as well as Paul Stancy now signing with the team. I think Vegas is going to be there at two. In three, I have the Anaheim Ducks. Anaheim is going to be a retool team. I think Anaheim is going to be right there. Four is the Calgary Flames. Now, like I said, Calgary is a team that picked up a lot of key pieces in the offseason. And I think, personally, they could make a deep run in the playoffs. They could make a serious deep run in the playoffs if the time is right. And finishing in 5, 6, 7, and 8 looks like this. It'll be L.A. finishing on the outside looking into the playoffs. Edmonton at 6, Arizona 7, and Vancouver is 8th. In the Central Division, I have the Winnipeg Jets getting the first winning number one overall with the number one in the Central Division. I think with Connor Hollebuck, of course, Blake Wheeler, Tyler uh, Patrick Laine, Dustin Bufflin, this team is built to win a cup. Is it going to be this year? We'll see what happens. St. Louis is at two. I think St. Louis is going to be good this year. I have Dallas in third place this upcoming season. And Nashville fourth getting a wild card spot. Top five, six, and seven look like this. Colorado five, Minnesota six, and the Chicago Blackhawks finishing in seventh place. Eastern Conference looks like this. I have the Toronto Maple Leafs number one overall. I think with the pack, with uh, Jonathan Tavares, Austin Matthews, Mitch Marder, William Nylander, Patrick Marlowe, Freddie Anderson, I think their offensive front and their defensive front is going to be fantastic. I think they're going to be the number one team to look out for in the Eastern Conference and especially in the Atlanta Division. The Bruins are, I see, at two. They're a good piece. I think Rast is going to be having a great year this upcoming season. Uh, third, I have Steven Stamkos and the Tampa Bay Lightning. Even though the losses of their general manager, Steve Eiserman, is a key loss to them as he steps away from hockey operations, uh, I still think Tampa Bay with Steven Stamkos and crew are going to be great. And Kucherov, Kucherov is going to be fantastic. In fourth, I have the Buffalo Sabres. Sabres are a lot better team this upcoming year with uh with Jack Eichel and crew, and they look very good tonight in the in the Kraft Hockeyville game against the Blue Jackets, and 
you know, they're going to be a great team to look forward to this year. And we'll see what happens with them. Fifth, I have Florida. Sixth is Montreal. I have Detroit finishing seventh this year. I think they won't finish dead last because I think the Ottawa Senators are going to finish in dead last. But Detroit's a good team this year. You know, they'll have some competitive games, but I just don't see them winning winning and getting there. So it's now time to talk about the Metropolitan Division. We'll start from eight going up to one. In eighth place, I have the New York Islanders. I don't think the with the Islanders losing Jonathan Tavares, I think this is going to be a down year for them. In seventh, I have the Devils. After having a playoff spot last year, I don't think the Devils are going to be a very good team this year. I think they're going to be more of a regress than anything else. In sixth, I have the New York Rangers. The loss of Rick Nash and, you know, Zuccarello and crew are going to be okay. But I, I just don't, with that young team that they've got, I just don't see it happening. I think they're a year away from getting back into the playoff hunt. But I see a possibility of five teams in the Metropolitan Division making the playoffs in the Eastern Conference. One of them is the Carolina Hurricanes. I think Carolina is a very good team this year. Carolina is a fantastic team to watch out for this year. And the key pieces, like I mentioned before, they can do some things in the Eastern Conference. And they're, they're, they're there. They're fantastic there. And, and Darling is going to be great in between the pipes for them. Fourth, I have Philadelphia. I think fly, the Flyer fans are going to be there. And they're going to be, even though they don't like the new mascot, I think the Flyers are going to be there with Jacob Voracek and and the crew that they've got there. It's just going to be fantastic. I think Philadelphia in fourth. In third, I have the Pittsburgh Penguins. I think the Penguins will have, will have a down year this year, continue to have a down year again with the veterans that they've got. But I think... I see them still making the playoffs. In second place, I have the Washington Capitals. Alexander Ovechkin and them will have a great season this upcoming year. I think personally, to win the Metropolitan Division, and this is not because I'm a homer, and not because of the fact that I support this team and I really enjoy this team, and that's the Blue Jackets. I think the pieces are all finally there for Columbus to finally win their first division championship and win the and win the franchise's first you know, first division championship in its franchise and, you know, possibly get the number one overall seat. So, again, to recap, in the West I have in first first place the Pacific Division, San Jose, Vegas second, Anaheim third, Calgary fourth with a wild card spot. In the Central Division I have Winnipeg at one, St. Louis at two, Dallas at three, and Nashville fourth with a wild card spot. In the Eastern Conference, in the Atlantic Division, I have Toronto at 1, Boston 2, Tampa Bay 3. In the Metropolitan Division, I have Columbus at 1, Washington at 2, Pittsburgh at 3, Philadelphia at 4 with a wild card, and Carolina at 5 with a wild card spot. So now that with all those playoff positions and everything setting up to be like that, this is what Round 1 would look like with my predictions. Round 1 would look like this in the Eastern Conference. The one overall number one seed would be the Toronto Maple Leafs, and they would play the Carolina Hurricanes, the fourth seed. Two would be Boston, and Tampa Bay would be three. In the other division, the Metropolitan Division, Columbus would be playing Philadelphia in the first round, and Washington would be playing Pittsburgh, two, three, and a one-four. In the Atlant- in the Pacific, in the Pacific, in the Western Conference, San Jose one, Nashville four, Vegas two, Anaheim three. With San Jose getting the number one overall seed. 
excuse me, with San Jose getting the second number one seed. In the first number one overall seed in the Western Conference, the Winnipeg Jets would play the Calgary Flames. St. Louis would play Dallas. And if the playoffs were like that, this is how it would follow. Toronto would beat Carolina. Boston would beat Tampa Bay. Columbus would get their first win, first playoff series victory. And Pittsburgh would beat Washington. The Western Conference would look like this. Have San Jose beating Nashville. Vegas beating Anaheim. Winnipeg beating Calgary. And Dallas beating St. Louis. So round two would look like this. Toronto and Boston. Columbus and Pittsburgh. Winnipeg, Dallas, San Jose, Van- San Jose, Vegas. Playoffs would look like this. Toronto would beat Boston in seven games. Columbus would get the second would win their second playoff berth in seven games against the Pittsburgh Penguins. Winnipeg would beat Dallas in five. And Vegas would beat San Jose. In the full seven game series. Which sets up round three to be the Toronto Maple Leafs. Versus the Columbus Blue Jackets. In the Eastern Conference Finals. And the Winnipeg Jets playing the Vegas Golden Knights. In the Western Conference Final. Toronto would beat Columbus. In six games. And Winnipeg. Would beat Vegas. In the full seven games. What sets up to being this folks. The Toronto Maple Leafs. Versus the Winnipeg Jets. Winnipeg, like I said, is a team to watch out for. Toronto, another team to watch out for. An all-Canada Stanley Cup, folks. It's going to happen. Even though Gary Bettman would roll over in his grave to see that. Would be rolling over in his bed and tossing and turning. But I think ratings would be fantastic in the U.S. for this Cup Final. And all I have to say is, Go, Jets, go. I have the Winnipeg Jets winning the Stanley Cup for the first time in a long time. First time in their new franchise history since the move from Atlanta. So again, to recap the playoffs, for the Stanley Cup final, I have the Toronto Maple Leafs versus the Winnipeg Jets. And Winnipeg winning in six games over the Toronto Maple Leafs. It's going to be a fun upcoming season. I, I hope you guys can follow me on, on our podcast, All Andy Alford, for this upcoming season. Um, we're going to be doing a lot of games on the road, shows on the road, of course. We'll get ready to do, uh, actually, in a less than seven days, less than eight days from now, will be the first uh, first NHL game. As it will be Montreal and Toronto. It will be Washington taking on Boston as Washington raises the banner. You have L.A. and Anaheim. And you also have Calgary playing Edmonton. So those are the first four games on the 3rd of October. We're less than one week away from the start of the NHL season. Look so forward to it. And I hope you come along for the ride right here on the All Andy Offer Network, powered by the by Anchor. Whether it be iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Podcast Now, however you listen to us, wherever you listen to us. Thank you for tuning in to the program this evening. Of course, we're always on Twitter. It is at All Andy Alford. 
It is at all Andy Elford. So, so like I said, thank you so much for tuning into the program tonight. And until next time, I'm pulling for you. We're all in this together. The key, keep your stick on the ice. And to your teams that you root for at home, and to my teams, the Blue Jackets, the Red Wings, the Penguins, and to all the NHL teams, victory is sweetest when you have tasted defeat. Have a great weekend. And have a great season. As the NHL is back, baby. And let's drop the puck. This has been a presentation of the All Andy Alford Network, powered by Anchor.